Hey everyone, welcome to the Bulletproof Hygiene Podcast, where mistakes are welcome, nothing is off limits, and growth is inevitable. I am Sharissa Wood. I'm Brittany Simon. And we are putting our brains together to bring you the tools you need to elevate your hygiene practice, build amazing team culture, and provide patients with the very best care. Our mission is to help empower and equip every hygienist to practice purposeful, profitable hygiene. We look to guide you on your journey towards career fulfillment by providing support, collaboration, and community to our profession. As two of the top producing hygienists in the country, we know firsthand that these things lead to sustainable and fulfilling practice and the happy side effect of high profitability. So let's get to it. Welcome back to another week of Bulletproof Hygiene. I hope that you are finding fulfillment in your practice on the day-to-day and uh, taking exceptional care of your patients. And I am excited this week to be joined by two special guests. I'm going to introduce them in just a moment. But this week, I kind of wanted to talk about thinking about helping our patients represent us as a practice and who we are because of what we do for them. And, you know, as hygienists, I think we really understand the importance of growing our practice and managing a steady flow of patients, because after all, no patients, no paychecks. We often get hyper-focused on welcoming new patients and creating an awesome experience to enlist internal referrals. But what if we use that, we kind of flip that focus and apply it to every patient interaction to create loyal brand ambassadors that will organically grow the practice? And this is exactly what our guest today will share with us. How do we optimize every patient interaction to create brand ambassadors? So I'm super excited today to introduce co-founders of Converge Dental, Ella Molikandova and Tanya Khan. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much, Arisa. This is such pleasure and excitement to be here with you guys. Thank you. Absolutely. So I know you two work together. Um, You both have over 20 years of experience as hygienists, and you came together to create this company called Converge Dental. And I want you guys to just share a little bit about, you know, your history in hygiene, you know, where where you were to where you are now and what led you to starting Converge and, and what your goal and mission is in that. Of course. So as you mentioned before, we have 20 years of experience, each of us as dental hygienists. And we found our uh, co-found our Converge Dental, the transformational coaching company, because we deeply are passionate about our profession and, and the positive impact we have on the lives of our patients. Our passion is to optimize patient care and practice growth. Um, it is inspired to create Converge Dental, where we share this organized systems and approaches to improve patient care and practice profitability. We are, again, super excited to be here to enrich all the listeners with information that would enhance their lives and the lives of their patients. Because as through our experience, it is very important to make sure that as dental hygienists, we're able to take charge of where we are, our position, and and excite the patients to take charge of their own health and move on forward with these suggested uh, treatments or just maintain their health with, with the journey going with you. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you hear us tout on Bulletproof, you know, all the time about the immense role we have, you know, in the healthcare world, in our patients' lives. So it is 
Empowerment for the patient, I think, is one of the most important things that we get to do. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of want to reverse engineer this conversation um, and start by talking about the concept of brand ambassadors. Um, another way to say that would be a practice ambassador. Um, so talk to me a little bit about what your perception is on that and, and what you're lo looking to do in that arena. Sure. Uh, for the listeners there, first, I want to kind of describe what is the what is a brand ambassador is. What's a brand? So brand is what does the practice want to be known for? Uh, the uh, the practice vision, the mission of the practice and the core values, those are identified areas where the, the team knows exactly, OK, what do we stand for? What do we promote and what kind of uh, treatment or recommendations or or patient care do we provide on daily basis on a consistent basis to our patients? So when the team or every individual in the in the practice understands what is it that they're working for, what are they trying to achieve on daily basis as they're there working with patients? That's when you understand what uh, myself or understand as a brand ambassador for the practice what I am preaching, what I'm delivering. Did you want to add anything else to that? No, you said it well. <laughs> um, so, so I'll I'll say this because sometimes I think it's it's we make assumptions about what what other people may or may not know or what they may or may not be doing. Um, for listeners that are thinking, you know, gosh, we don't we don't have a very clear vision in our practice, or we don't really have a a, a mission that we've really talked about or established. Um, I think that's really important that that is the starting point for this. I mean, yeah. I know all of us as hygienists, we have that fire in our gut to say, you know, I want to get my patients healthy. I want to take care of them. In Bulletproof, we have a mastermind group. And we always talk about at the very beginning when we first kind of start our year off together is, you know, what's our why? Why are we doing this? And I've never met a hygienist that didn't say because I really love people and I love to communicate and I, and I want to take care of them. So we always, you know, we have that as our foundation and that's really important, but it's also really important that we are aligned with our practice and what that mission and what that goal is, because there are different ideologies around how to pursue dentistry. Um, I know in our practice at Atlanta Dental Spa, we are very focused on complete health dentistry. We understand that what happens in the mouth does not just stay in the mouth. It impacts the entire body. So we are, you know, our brand is very much complete health dentistry. There are practices that are more cosmetic. There are practices that are more restoratively driven. Um, unfortunately, I've been in way too many um you know, dental dental groups online where, you know, hygienist, hygiene is kind of just like that necessary evil. Um, you know, it's something, you know, you, you unfortunately hear a lot of doctors talk about, oh, I got to have that hygienist just because they need their teeth clean, but it's not really integrated as part of value in the practice. So I think the starting point for our listeners, if, if they don't have that is, kind of circling up with their with their doctor and their team and saying, hey, can we come together? Can we really wrap our head around who we are, who we want to be, and, and what we want to stand for within our community? And to the listeners as well, the hygienist, it's very important to be on the same practicing philosophy because we went to school. We do have value. And we spent, you know, 40 minutes or whatever the time frame that's allocated, we spend with the patients. And like we've mentioned in the past that the doctor does come in and sometimes they want to hear what is it was found during the appointment and they're looking to you 
to let them know what is going on with the patient. And that's where we really have to step up our game and implement and emphasize the patient's um, communication and the value that we're adding. Just to add to that, as well as what the comments you made before, for uh, there, are, there are practices that we work with that the doctors do not have a vision and a mission that they're guiding the team. We teach our dentists to be the leaders for the practice. We want the practices to not be reactive practices on daily basis where everybody just comes in, they respond or react to whatever situations arise during the day. We want to make sure that the systems and processes are implemented within the practice. We educate the dentist to become the leaders, not micromanage every individual in the team, but be able to, through implementing systems and processes, through implementing and identifying the vision and the mission of the practice, be able to be the solution provider, the leader, and inspire everyone else within the team to be leaders in their own areas of expertise. That is done when the team comes together and aligns with the vision of the practice. And if there are, if the listeners are out there, you're like, well, I'm not in that kind of practice. That is okay. This is your responsibility or your time to take charge, to come up to the dentist because the dentist and you are a peer. Yeah. You are not working under the dentist. You are peers with the dentist. Come to the dentist and say, I see disconnect. I see that we can do so much better. And here are the areas that we're not connecting. And this is the areas where we're missing things. Why don't we sit down together as a team and we create this vision? Because dentists wear a lot of hats. There's a lot of responsibilities on their plate and it is extremely challenging for them to stay super focused on what needs to be done. And the basis of success of a practice is when there is vision, mission, core values defined systems and processes are implemented. If that basic is not done, then the practice is in the reaction mode every day. And that's when you have high turnover rates because team members do not want to stay in that kind of environment. They want to go somewhere where there's organization, appreciation, and value um, in what we provide and ability to be the leaders in what we do. Yeah, I love that. And I love that challenge that you just put out to if you're not in one of those practices and, and you can feel that step yeah. up to the plate, because here's the thing. You're absolutely right. Dennis carry so many different wear so many hats, carry so many different weights that it's pretty overwhelming if you think about it. And in mm -hmm. dental school, they're not teaching business. They're not teaching payroll. They're not teaching how to communicate effectively and how to run a team. Um, so it would it brings a lot of relief if you've got some good, strong team members that are leaders that can have some autonomy to say, hey, let's all do this together. This is not all on your back. It is our role to do this together. We are all gifted differently. We are all creative in different ways. If all of us can shine within our own roles, it makes this beautiful, it's like, it's a melody, you know, all these different notes playing together at the same time. That's what a practice is. I say all the time that dentistry is a team sport. It is not a one-man show. And so when everyone is, is stepping into their full role and has the autonomy and the empowerment to do that, then it is this beautiful thing because 
everyone together collectively is achieving the goal and they're leaving at the end of the day feeling fulfilled in what they've done. And you're right, those standards of care are so important. And that really sounds boring to a lot of people like, oh, I don't want to spend time doing that. But when we can establish those standards of care that do support that mission and that goal, well, then everyone knows how to win. Everyone knows what the expectations are. You're not left wondering. And you can measure, hey, have, have, did we hit the mark or do we need to improve? Does this need to change? But, you know, there's there's a feeling you get when you go to, I, I recently had a doctor's appointment and I just was very uh, perceptive of the different relationships in the office. And you can tell when you go to a place where everyone is getting along and supportive of one another and helping one another. And it seems, you know, very harmonious versus when you go to a place where you can hear people grumbling and you, you know, you see people are frustrated and huffing and, you know, it gives you a very different experience. And the patient is well aware of that. They feel the vibe that's going on. So these things that you're discussing are super, super important. Um, definitely step one. So I, I love the comment. I'm going to add on one more yeah. thing here. You mentioned that initially when you do come up or, or switch your mindset to understand that you are not working for the dentist, you're working with the dentist, yeah. you have the responsibility or the, just the ability to come up and say, here's what I am observing. It's okay to take that challenge and you might get, hey, I'm not sure what to do about it. Or you might get, you know, I really don't care. Just do what you do every day and I'm okay with it. But until you ask, you don't know. But that anxiety is there because there's a next level to that anxiety that comes into play where the doctor and the hygienist look at each other and they're like well what how do we do this I see what you presented but how do we fix it and a lot of times this is where Converge Dental was born because it's a lot of time and effort that it takes for a team to come together to create these systems and processes this is where we have a model practice which is think of it as a business in a box all systems and processes that's involved in the patient interaction from the initial point of coming into the practice to creating those lifelong uh, patients, we have those systems predefined, simple to follow, role-based, so everybody understands where, what the role, the responsibility, expectations, and the KPIs are all defined. And then they understand what is success at every patient interaction point looks like. So there's no more spending time to create it because with our model practice, you already have all of that. It's golden, golden tools to be able to read, implement, execute, and be successful. Awesome. I love it. So now that we've talked about mission and we're kind of grounded, we, we understand, you know, we got to start there and get grounded there yes. and that we're all on the same page. Now let's talk about how to weave that brand into every patient interaction to help keep our patients for life. Um, patient attrition is part of every practice as we see patients relocate due to job and life changes. Um, obviously, insurance changes can, can make an impact and then sadly loss of life. But... Um, we're here to argue today that keeping patients for life is possible if we are intentional and do it right. So will you guys talk to us about what you see with the patient life cycle and what we need to consider in those phases? Of course. Um, I'm going to start by kind of defining what a patient life cycle is. So uh, a patient life cycle is just the flow of a patient through the practice from, again, the initial interaction, them entering into the practice 
to the, creating that retention, that lifelong patient that we're all looking for. So that is a patient life cycle. We have identified five key areas of a patient interaction and then identified what is success in those interaction points looks like. And how do we optimize every interaction and measure the, uh, the, the success of that interaction and see, okay, I went ahead and we did, I went ahead and implemented this interaction with the patient. And it's not a gut feeling to tell you that kind of worked, but it's actual measurements to say, okay, yes, this worked and this helped patient understand their needs and the treatment acceptance rate is going up. So when we work with teams, uh, we provide, again, the model practice that is centered around the patient lifecycle. And we view every point of the customer interaction as an opportunity to measure and improve the experience. So with our training, we focus on how do we ensure that each team member understands the role, their responsibility for the success of that interaction, and again, measuring what does success looks like there. So when we're talking about how to create these lifelong patients, if you are able to optimize every patient interaction and every team member understands it's a team, it's not one person creating that that seamless experience, but from, from front office to uh, clinical team, you know, that handoff, if that handoff is broken, you're kind of lost the patient. Then you have a couple of more steps to maybe as a grace to get him back, but that interaction is already, that broken interaction already made an imprint on patients' minds. So we can create that seamless circle or life cycle for the patient consistently at every touch point that's when you have a patient that becomes that brand ambassador. The loyalty of that patient speaks more, more than, than words can, can describe because these are the patients that will go out there. They will talk about you and your brand and what you stand for and the experience to everyone they know. That's how the practice grows organically. So I don't know if you want to give an example of like an intake process, for example, that's the initial yeah. uh, interaction of patient coming into the practice. So sometimes, you know, us being in the dental field, we kind of go on autopilot, right? We kind of get into that routine. We're just go, go, go. But we also teach to be mindful that when you do have, whether it's a new patient or an existing, or it could be a son or a daughter, um, you know, they get nervous and they get frustrated and they're like, okay, what do I do? How do I go about this? We just want to be mindful to take them in with a smile, with the greeting, and consistently do that um, just to make them feel welcomed, not judged. But most importantly, we, we have to take a moment and step back from our roles and treat them as human beings, as individuals, no matter what we're doing at time. And if we can do that consistently uh, over time and throughout the years, then they will not go to an office that's opened up five, you know, 10 doors or a mile down the block because they'll always stay with you. There's definitely economical uh, uh, benefits of having lifelong patients, right? You're not marketing a lot uh, right. or spending a lot of money on marketing and you get a little bit of a grace uh, with those patients as well because us as clinicians, we have down days sometimes. We're not always 100% on, yeah. right? But the patient knows that usually this is not how you are. I'll give you some grace for the interaction today. So we got to keep that in mind as well. So when you are creating that trust-based relationship with a patient, which is number one uh, key to success is creating that trust-based relationship. 
when you create that, patients understand that when you're on and then the days when you're a little bit off, they will give you that grace because they're like, this is not your normal day. We're, we're good today, but please don't make it happen again. <laughs> Correct. Correct. And, and Sharissa, as you've mentioned, you know, they feel that energy. They will really feel, you know, are you being empathetic? Are you being compassionate? Or are you just faking it and just kind of getting them by? Mm -hmm. And that's what really creates a loyal brand ambassador is being your genuine true self, being compassionate and really treating them as an individual, not as a number. Yes. And I, I, I know that uh, customized care at this point, individualized care is, is where we're arriving and going in the future. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, model, the business model practices right now are definitely changing yeah. to more patient focused in areas that was never focused before. So in dentistry, it is super important. It's even more important than before yeah. to make sure that every patient interaction is optimized to the fullest to be successful. Yes. Yes. And I think, you know, there's, there's a, a magic in giving patients control um, over their care, especially in the dental world. You know, we see so many patients that are so anxious and so yeah. nervous and have had some really bad stories of things that have happened in the past. And so whenever I see a new patient that comes in and that's one of the questions that we have on our, our medical history is, have you had any unfavorable dental experiences in the past? And I always say like, I don't, you know, I don't want to, you know, traumatize you telling me the story, but I do kind of like to know what's happened for you in the past. What triggers do you have? You know, help me understand that because I want to be respectful of those things for you. I want to understand, you know, what that looked like for you, but here's what you need to know. When you're in my chair, you're in control. If I'm saying or doing something that's not working for you, you put your hands up. We'll figure out a different way. Um, it is your mouth. I work for you. You get to make all the calls. So yeah. my job is to show you anything I'm seeing that's going on and then give you all the options to choose what's best and that makes the most sense for you. And I think that's where the magic happens because that's, isn't that what we all want? I mean, it is our own body. We all want our own autonomy exactly. in that. <laughs> um, so when you give the patient that, that, flexibility, they, they let their guard down. They feel much more comfortable. There is that element of trust established. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. Once they feel like they know that they're in control and they have options when they're not being talked down to or told, you know, this is your only option. Right. Um, that's where they're like, okay, you know, they really feel they care about me. They feel your compassion. It's even in the way that you talk. And this is how, what we teach uh, our systems and our yeah. models business in a box is they also sense your tone of voice and your, uh, your rhythm, your speed, your emotion. So that's what we really want to emphasize. Yeah. You guys mentioned you have, it was at five touch points that you kind of think through. And I know you, you talked about the intake. Would you mind just kind of listing those five, just so we understand that? Sure. sure. Not a problem. So we have the intake, then we have assess, educate, treat, and retain. Nice. And each one, under each one of those, there is optimize, optimizing points of what is, what's involved, what processes are, are involved in each one of those touch points to make sure, again, that every interaction is a success. Yeah. So, um, you know, like I just said, so hygiene, and I, I say this all the time, it is not 
supposed to be a cookie cutout kind of situation. And I think it has been for a really long time. I think we were just so used to, you know, sitting the patient in the chair, you know, taking their x-rays, polishing, you know, slinging some profi paste, scraping some teeth, doing an exam, and then next. And it was this leather rinse repeat experience. Um, And that is, you know, not what hygiene is, especially now understanding all of the oral systemic connections, um, understanding these these heavy weights and responsibilities that we carry. Um, Each patient we see has very unique conditions and goals and needs, and we need to know all of those, um, you know, those, all those things change as a patient ages throughout the practice into different phases of life. And like you said, it's about being mindful. It's about being intentional and having awareness of those shifts to meet them where they're at at all times. Right. So if we can marry the two concepts of playing the long game while being brand ambassadors, let's talk through some examples of how to represent our brand, foster patients as our brand ambassadors, as we are helping each patient with the next transition of life. Um, I'll take the lead, then you can chime in here. <laughs> so there, that statement alone has a lot to unravel there because, but we'll start with, with, with a couple of things. The first thing is consistency in providing the exceptional customer experience. That's when you have the systems and processes implemented. That's when you understand what is the vision and the mission and core values of the practice. When you are the brand ambassador, you take the next level in, in showing that through your performance, through the comprehensive care that you provide to the patients. They take that message and then they deliver it to others, to their friends and family members and whatnot. The next big step, and this is what we we love uh, teaching our teams that we work with is restorative dental partnership. A restorative dental partner right now in a dental field is considered a concept for a dental hygienist. We believe otherwise. Restorative dental partnership is the whole team. Each team member has a responsibility of being a restorative dental partner. And that's what we take every detailed step of how in educating the team members how, how is your role responsible to be a restorative dental partner to success of a patient um, ex- experience, right? But let's take it a little bit deeper as a dental hygienist. You want to make sure that you are able to establish that trust-based relationship. That relationship is established with your communication skills. Taking the time to be able to understand the patient as a whole, use your patient-centric communication skills and motivational interviewing skills to understand what our patients wants, desires, and needs. What are the patient's anxieties or fears or bad experiences from before? What are the barriers that will prevent them from accepting a treatment or moving forward with a treatment? So understanding patient as a whole will let you get a better idea of educating them in the right direction and connecting with them emotionally as you present the findings that you that you found. You mentioned before, it's our responsibility to educate the patients on what we see and recommend treatment that would possibly, something the doctor would recommend or that's best for them at this point and not make them feel like they have to do what we're telling them to do. Patients want to be heard. They want to feel like they are co-creators of their treatment. They don't wanna be told what to do. They want to feel like they are making that decision 
And that's our responsibility to create that environment, right? When we are able to understand the patient and provide that comprehensive evaluation and treatment consistently, no matter what, how many years the patient has been with you, there's opportunities for that patient for elective treatment, for restorative treatment, whatever the stage of life is, you are there because, and the opportunities are there because you're doing comprehensive care consistently. But that acceptance depends on your relationship and your understanding of patient in general. And patients look up to you as a professional. That's why they're coming to you. They're that's why they're coming to your practice. They're looking for your guidance. They're looking for your expertise because they're like, I don't know, you know, I trust you. Tell me what I need. <laughs> <laughs> we are the patient advocates in yes. the practice. So like I think you mentioned before, you said the patient turns around after the exam says, would you do that? Or what did the doctor yeah. just say? So we have the responsibility to kind of reward what the doctor said uh, of what the treatment is, make them feel comfortable that there might there's not going to be pain, which is what they probably are most likely thinking about. So it is again as a restorative dental partner, we are advocates for the patient. We're advocates for the for the mission and the vision of the practice. That's how we are the brand ambassadors, and we have a huge role to play. It's just a matter of igniting that fire within you, taking that leadership and making it happen because we have the education, we have the, the basics, the foundations of making this happen for yourself and creating value for what you can do for the practice. And I think all of this, I know you guys would agree a thousand percent, but when we are hitting on all cylinders and you know we have the teamwork and we have the enthusiasm, enthusiasm and we are practicing collectively and the patients feel that and see that and then they're winning because they're getting healthy that is when we walk out at the end of the day with a ton of fulfillment oh yeah, yeah. and and joy over what we get to do and you know sadly i know that there are listeners listening that don't have that experience when they leave yeah. so you know i'm i'm thankful for you know people and organizations like you and like converge that have the same mindset of bulletproof of hey you know guys we we get to do something really special every day. And if we're not mindful and intentional about that, sometimes we kind of forget that fact. And it does just feel like, oh, you know, it's time to make the donuts, same old, same old. But it can be a really exciting profession and we get to do some really amazing things. So I'm really grateful for what you guys are doing. Thank you. Thank you. And to your listeners, if they're listening to all this, don't be afraid to step out of your boundaries. Don't be afraid to go to the dentist or to whomever you're working with. It's okay to voice your thoughts and opinions. As Ellis mentioned, we are partners in this together. And um, what's the worst that could happen? Right. You know, you communicate, you have transparency, or who knows, maybe this is what the doctor has been wanting to do and just didn't know how to approach or communicate or didn't know how to go about it. So I say, take charge, try it, experiment and see what happens. That's right. Yeah. We always teach, one more comment, we always teach the dentist uh, that it is okay to partner with expertise that knows how to deal with certain areas that they are weak at or they don't have focus in. So if they have some uh, a team member that comes in and says, hey, I just heard this great uh, podcast and they have systems or processes, or I know Bulletproof has this, uh, we need to maybe 
consider these things and guide us in the direction that we need. Again, be okay with taking charge and being the leader because the doctors are overwhelmed with a lot of things. They're bombarded with so many things. And when they are pulled in so many different directions, they lose their focus and they look for, for their team to regain that focus or to, to recharge them. And with them, once they see that there is a leader in the practice, they will rely on you and they will see your value even further than the value you bring at this point. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. And I think too, sometimes, you know, dentistry is a very hard profession. Um, like you said, there's so much on all of our plates. You know, we talk yeah. all the time about hygiene. We are just, you know, juggling a thousand balls. And yeah. sometimes the thought of changing something or bringing something new or doing something different almost feels overwhelming in itself because you think, I don't, I don't even have the time to think about that in light of what I'm currently drowning in. So, you know, I love that you guys already have, you know, like you said, you have the business in a box, you have the protocol set so that you don't have to go through and figure it all out. So I think that's a win in itself as well. For sure. For, for sure. sure. It does. It does help quite a bit. A lot of our practices that we're working with, that's, that is, that's the igniting part is the visuals that the team can, can use. Plus if you have hopefully not a high turnover rate, but if you lose a team member, it's not, it doesn't make too big of a difference within the practice other than the personality that you might've lost. That was an imperative part of the practice, right? right? But you have the set systems already there to bring in and train the new hiree and get him on, uh, on, on par and get him going. So the practice flow is not disrupted too much on daily basis. Yeah. So that makes a big difference. That's awesome. Well, I am so appreciative of, like I said, what you ladies are doing within the profession and um, for both of your time today, tell us a little bit where, how do we get plugged in? Where do we find Converge? What does that look like? Go yeah, ahead. we have uh, we have a website. Uh, you can go to convergedental.com. We're on Instagram. We're on LinkedIn. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We have we've covered all the social media. <laughs> if you want to watch the funny reels, go to uh, Instagram and Facebook. I mean, they're they're, they're quite funny yeah. and informative, but funny. Um, but yes, you can contact us at contact at convergedental.com if you have any questions or if you need any guidance. We're here to help and guide and empower our dental community with information and guidance that is required to succeed. So if you go on our website and you just click that contact us, we offer dentists or, or dental teams free discovery sessions for 30 minutes. Yeah. If you have any questions you want to bring up at that time, bring it up. It's not about commitment to us. It's more about how can we guide you in what you need. And down the line, if sometimes, you know, like I remember Converge Dental helped us, Great, that's fantastic. But for now, it's not about the commitment. It's about answering questions that you have at this point. Let's see if we can provide that for you and guide you in the right direction. Awesome, I love it. Well, we will have this website attached um, to this podcast as a link so you guys can check that out. Um, follow on Instagram and thank you guys so much for your time and for what you're doing and helping all of us as hygienists and dental teams feel more fulfilled and take better care of our patients. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. We appreciate you and your listeners. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a wonderful week. And if you haven't joined our Mighty Network yet, please do come in and say hi. Let's chat. I always say we got to do this together. It's a team sport. We'll see everybody next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. 
Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Bulletproof Hedging Podcast. We hope you've had as much fun as we have. Don't forget to click subscribe for a lot more where this came from. We appreciate your support and promise to keep the hygiene gems coming. Keep track of upcoming Bulletproof Hygiene events by visiting bulletproofhygiene.com or download the Mighty Networks app and search Bulletproof Hygiene to stay connected. We want to hear from you.